Welcome to the Go Forth and Golf Podcast, where you can listen to everything related to the game of golf. Golf tips to help you improve your golf game, entertaining interviews, discussions about the latest in golf equipment, and so much more. Now, here is your host, PGA professional, Steve Goforth. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Go Forth and Golf Podcast. I am your host, Steve Goforth, PGA professional at Cross Creek Golf Club, and I am joined in studio by my son, Nick. What's going on, man? What's going on? How are you? I'm doing pretty good, doing pretty good. I appreciate you coming back on the show, and we're going to talk about grips. And um, I know that you've you've had this question posed to you a lot at Golf Galaxy, and, and that's what grip should I go with? Which Which style? Uh, which company, and I think you would agree, grips can be a little bit confusing because there are so many of them out there to choose from, and it can just be overwhelming. Uh, do you see that a good bit with uh, golfers that come into Golf Galaxy? Yeah, just because there's so many different options. Um, we'll start diving into those, um, but uh, different materials, uh, sizes, um, there's tons of different things out there that just makes golf in general, even down to the grips, so personal and customizable. Oh yeah. Yeah. No doubt about it. A little bit of, of my background. Of course, we know Nick's at golf galaxy and does a lot, uh, with their club repair over there as well. My background, I started out really in club repair working for Slazinger Golf, as some of you may already know, listening to the podcast. Those of you that are new to the podcast, you may not be aware of my background with club repair. I uh, went on to uh, Eagle Zone, where I ran their club repair division over there, and that was a lot of what I did starting out early on in my career was regripping, reshafting, custom club making and fitting, and I had to really uh, pride myself on knowing everything there was to know about grips because it was really, really important. I was the go-to person there in that area. And uh, just like Nick and the experts at Golf Galaxy are currently. So it's, it's so important that we understand what characteristics fit each golfer. And that's what we wanted to share with you today is our little bit of our knowledge and what some of the experiences we've had with other golfers out there and helping them put the right grips on their golf club. But as you were saying, Nick, we're going to kind of jump into all the different characteristics and the different manufacturers. Let's start with manufacturers. Um, what do you feel are the, are the top brands out there in grips right now? Just We'll talk about clubs right now. We'll, we'll get into, into uh, putter grips later. Uh, yeah, I mean, you got the big three. Um, you've got uh, Golf Pride, obviously, leading, leading the way. Uh, still being the number one grip on tour and you have win a lot of people love win because it is a softer grip and then lampkin uh, those are your big three but you also have uh, a, a few other brands trying to uh, to come to light across the board which would be jumbo max uh, a lot of people know it as you know bryson's grip uh, also uh, super stroke they've kind of ventured into more traditional style grips instead of just putter grips. Yeah, that kind of surprised me. I wasn't aware of that until not long ago that they had jumped into to club grips. Yeah, uh, they, they offer a little bit of everything, uh, something similar to when that softer uh, style grip, 
and then something that's more traditional like a rubber rubber grip that golf pride and lamp can offer just trying to be competitive and tapping into a market i guess they they haven't been able to yeah yeah and and when i would recommend win to a lot of people course it was a, a, a extremely popular grip back in the early 2000s they really exploded onto the scene and my description to people i don't know what you guys talk about today is that you know wind's great it feels wonderful but you're kind of giving up durability for comfort when it comes to wind and i know they've come out with different models that have have a little more longevity to them than they used to, but is that still the case with win or that you kind of, is the golfer giving up that durability for comfort durability? Meaning, Hey, golf pride may last a little bit longer and lambkin may last a little bit longer than win. Uh, it's a good possibility. It all depends on of course, how many rounds you play throughout the year, uh, will determine the life of that grip. But yes, because it is a softer grip, typically that's going to wear a lot quicker than something like a traditional tour velvet would yeah. yeah yeah it's that that material that they're using for for wind grips that soft it used to be like, like a cloth type material i don't know exactly what they use i'm sure they've got patents and stuff on it yeah. but yeah it's it's um it's good stuff i mean they're able to uh, make it a little bit more grippy with a little bit of firmness but they also have options where it is more soft for those those people looking for that if you want to take control of your health and feel so much better, I encourage you to check out Pure on Main. They have two locations on Main Street in downtown Greenville across from the Hyatt and another location on Cannon Street in beautiful downtown Greer. Pure on Main provides you with essential services and products allowing you to live a healthier, more fulfilling life. Pure on Main is one of the most exclusive and unique health and wellness centers in the upstate. They've been nominated as one of Greenville's best wellness centers for five consecutive years. Do you want to improve your endurance, increase your mobility in your golf swing, or get rid of joint pains? I can assure you Betsy and her staff are passionate about helping you improve your life. They have stores filled with beneficial items for your body and your soul. They also provide services such as colon hydrotherapy, massage therapy, ionic foot detox, and wellness consulting. Pure Maine is dedicated to helping and serving their community. Please give them a call and let them recommend top-of-the-line products that are results-driven. I get all of my wellness supplements from them, and I feel amazing. Visit their website at pureonmain.com. Again, that's pureonmain.com, where you can purchase their phenomenal products, or you can visit their downtown locations in Greenville and Greer. So what are you waiting for? Start living healthier and pure with the help of Pure On Main. You won't regret it. So let's talk about wind while we're on that subject. What are some uh, recommendations you would give for wind grips out there? Uh, I mean, they're going to have their, their biggest sellers are going to be, um, dry tack. Yeah. Uh, you got two different style, you got their traditional and then they've got their wrap style. Uh, those are all just going to give you a different feel in the hands. The wrap going to give you more of a textured feel, but I think that's about all they really offer is the dry tack line it's just such a big seller for them they try to at least give two options and of course multiple sizes within those options for those people that need it yeah yeah we'll definitely jump into the sizing that's huge i mean a lot of golfers don't focus enough on the size of the grip and there's certain ways that you can go about measuring that to make sure you get the right one uh, to fit your hands 
So dry tack, you would say, is probably their most popular grip out there. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, hands down. Uh, we here lately haven't been able to keep them in stock most of the time. Uh, could be to do with you know supply chain issues, but it's it's something that's going in and out the doors fairly quickly. Yeah, I know their traditional was the the XL wrap. You know, of course, you had the W five, the W six, W seven. W five is a standard grip. W W six is a mid size. W seven is like a jumbo. Um, and of course that, that's what they were known for when they first come out and they had that and like, they all black and then the yeah, copper, it, it was, it was a little bit softer on that line. Yeah. Uh, kind of a poofier, puffier style gr- grip. Right. Uh, we haven't really seen any of those in a while. I don't know if it's just something we're just not carrying, mm-hmm. but it, it's, it's, it's been dry tack hands down yeah. for them. Well, you got the dry tack, you got the dry tack, um, right. LT. LT is just, uh basically a lighter version and it's a reduced taper as well uh, okay all right so that reduced taper explain that for for the listener may not understand that reduced taper uh it, it's just giving it um more feel um it's just going to fill up that if you're a right-handed golfer it's going to fill up that right hand yeah and a left hand for the left-handed golfer yeah and that kind of helps with the release of the club right i mean if you're if it's if you have more grip in your right hand, your lower hand, we'll mm-hmm. call it, that kind of affects how you release that golf club. Yeah, more yeah. or less. Yeah, more. I guess less if it's bigger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. Then you've got um, we talked about the XL wrap, but also the dry tack. They also it also has a they also have a wrap in that style as well. It looks like in both standard or all, actually all three standard midsize mm-hmm. and oversize color options. I mean, you know, you got different color options and we'll talk about that so we jump into golf pride but that's huge when it comes to what a golfer wants on their look matching maybe their shaft maybe their iron head whatnot yeah um that's something pretty recent for golf pride they actually with how popular their mcc multi-compound grip Mm -hmm. is they just had the traditional mcc multi-compound and then it introduced the plus four which it, again is going back to that reduced taper but they also released i think just over a year to almost two years ago um, they introduced team colors mm. so you can kind of rep your team with the limited colors that they have but they have quite a few whether it be you know collegiate mm-hmm. or high school but that's uh we're we're, we're carrying that heavy at the store right now it's it's just really cool to see those see those color options because like you said some people want that customization and that's just another another added feature and customizable option for you yeah yeah and again it's fun too right i mean you know, yeah putting a grip on there that's a different color i mean that's it's cool perfect for for kids in high school yeah. or the kids in college wanting to rep their team even on the grip as much as they can sure uh, it's just I wish it. I wish it was an option back in back in high school. That was yeah. that'd been pretty cool. That would have been cool. Yeah, yeah. So you know, it's really going to boil down to. Let me go back to what we said earlier. It's important that you research if you're out there listening and you're looking to put new grips on your clubs. Really important. Go to their websites. Obviously, golfpride.com, win.com, lambkin.com. Really easy to find in a search engine. Look at all the different styles that are out there. Whoever you go to, 
to get your clubs regrip, just get their opinion on what grip they think is best for you based on the information you're giving them. All right. And it's important to, to give them that info. When a golfer would come to me and say, look, I'm, I'm looking to put new, new grips on my clubs. What do you suggest? Well, then you start asking questions. All right. What type of material do you prefer? Do you want something soft? Do you feel like your hands sweat? If your hands sweat, that's going to matter in terms of the material that you go with. Do you wear a glove? Do you not wear a glove? Measuring the grip size, and there's different charts. Do you guys have one of those grip charts uh, or hand charts at Golf Galaxy? Yeah, we do. Uh, there's another chart that I like using that's a little more simple. It just gives you a list of um, your glove size, what your glove size is. It'll base that off of what size grip you need. I think that's a lot easier than mm. trying to measure your hand. It is. Yeah. Now, my old way of doing it, let's just take a right-handed golfer, for example. I'd have them grip it with their right hand. And if you look at your two, we'll call them the two middle fingers, all right, the two in between the index and the pinky, if those two fingers were resting comfortably on the base of your thumb, then that's a good grip size. If your fingers are digging into your palm, then that's an indication that your grip is too small. Right. And if your fingers aren't touching, that's an indication that the grip is too big. So you want those two middle fingers there to be resting comfortably. That's how I would measure it. You know, actually put yeah. the grip in their hand on an actual shaft where they could feel what it's like in their hand and then measure based on that. Yeah. The only exception that you would have for one of those options, um, you know, it, it would be it being too big. Mm-hmm would be for somebody who has arthritis. Good point. Um, Good point. That's where you kind of have those jumbo max starting to really take off because they're going much bigger than what Golf Pride, Lampkin, or Wynn are offering. Mm -hmm. It's for a targeted crowd, essentially, but it's also for a different feel mm -hmm. uh, because you could have somebody that, for example, coming from baseball, Mm -hmm. somebody wants a bigger grip if they tend to be handsy with with the club jumbo max might be an option for you to really quiet those hands mm -hmm. and then i think mainly the jumbo max is going to be perfect for somebody that has um, some bad hand problems yeah no doubt about it and that's a great point you bring up about arthritis right because mm -hmm. Let's go back to when and talk about the, the XL line, the W7, again, which is the jumbo. I cannot tell you how many golfers I recommended that to that had a significant or small amount of arthritis in their hands. It allowed them to grip the club, not have to grip it as, as much, mm -hmm. and it was softer, and it absorbed shock and vibration. Right. And so that's something to think about as well. Do you have arthritis in your hands? Go a little bit bigger with the grip to help with that. Right. And another thing that you probably don't think of when going with something that big, uh, at least most of the golfers don't, would be weight of that grip. Right. So they have materials that are lighter that do help with that so your swing weight doesn't get thrown off. Um when you put those on now they do offer heavier grips for somebody that wants that extra weight but if that's concern 
they have options out there if you need if you want to go big or need to go big and you're worried about the overall weight change of your club that shouldn't be a problem Mm -hmm. yeah great point yeah somebody that's real particular about the swing weight of their clubs if they go and get their grips changed out they may go with a heavier or lighter grip and it could throw their swing weight off on their golf club so again Mm -hmm. something you want to talk about uh whether it's you know experts at golf galaxy nick and his co-workers or anyone else that you go and get your clubs regrip from you know, pose that question to them if swing weight of your clubs is important to you let's move on to golf pride golf pride uh, i'm i'm particular to golf pride i think most golfers are uh, i think like you said probably the most popular brand out there of course win is 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 really popular now more so than they've ever been uh number one grip on tour pretty mm-hmm. easy to say tell me your opinion of golf pride and what you've seen from golfers coming in the store how do they feel about golf pride is it something they they tend to lean more towards than wind grips yeah if they're not looking for that really soft grip because golf pride has hasn't come out with something like that that's competitive with wind i don't think they ever will um there's a there's a good possibility that that, they might yeah but it's just always been a more of a just traditional style rubber grip Mm -hmm. Uh, they have introduced a lot of different formations of that grip but obviously a lot of people know or very familiar with tour velvet yeah tour velvet's been around i can't i mean you you know better than i would that and tour wrap tour wrap yeah yep yep. those are still pretty popular but they also have introduced uh the cp uh cp2 Mm -hmm. line and it's just recently cp x line which is just yet another i guess option for somebody that's just looking for something that's got a lot of tack to it got a lot of stickiness whatever you want to call it mm-hmm. but also maintaining its softness as much as it can and then you also have a very popular one that's going to be multi-compound I kind of touched on it with the team colors mm-hmm. but it's just been a tremendous seller for them that obviously they had to expand upon that I, i'm particular to the multi-compound and that's the one with the corded and the it's, top yeah, it's, a, it's a half yeah. it's a hybrid style grip cord cord at the top it's still more of a rough style grip yeah some people may not like that yeah but yes it's a it's a multi-material grip what i like about it is that because that that cord is in the top hand that's your lead hand so you're a right-handed golfer that's your left hand that that's going to be in you also typically wear a glove in that hand so my selling point on that grip has always been you've got cord in the top hand your lead hand so you need the most stability in that hand so that cord there helps you with that grip of that club and then on the bottom hand that typically does not have a glove you don't have cord you have that i want to call it tour velvet style feel to where it doesn't feel rough like you're talking about so you have that feel with your non-glove hand but you have stability with your glove hand yeah that's what i like about it that's why i choose it i would say it's a little more on the rougher side than a tour velvet but at that's probably the best example you could probably give of it. Yeah, absolutely. Let's talk about the MCC grips, the, the plus four. Plus four is actually even softer. Mm-hmm. So that would be more like 
what you were talking about with how the tour of velvet feels on that left hand mm-hmm. because it <clears throat> is a plus four wrap on the bottom which is going to soften that grip up even more okay but still provide that cord where it needs to be yeah so it's bigger the mc the, the plus four is bigger in the right hand yeah it's a reduced taper like we were talking about with wind yeah right okay yeah and, and things like this a lot of people listening may not understand that's why we want to talk about it is you know what's the difference in mcc and mcc plus four now you kind of understand that a little bit better what about the align <clears throat> talk to me about the align the align is just their version an easier version of offering a rib okay uh, what a rib is, if, if people don't know, is is just adding more feel. You're lining up. You basically have a stick. Yeah. What it's used like to a, be. I mean, yeah. you, you can still buy it, but it, mm-hmm. you're lining something up on the bottom side of the club. Mm-hmm. You know exactly where the head is. If you've got it open, if you've got it closed, it's just a constant reminder of where your hands are and where your fingers are and know how to line it up properly right and that they was just a, built it into the to the grip right yeah when we when i was at slizner we would get requests for rib grips back then we're talking mid 90s and a lot of golfers would go with that rib just because they could feel that grip in their fingers better mm-hmm. and that's kind of where you want the grip to be more so when you're taking a full swing is in the fingers not so much in the palm and they could feel that more so it helps them like you said line it up help line up that club face a lot easier but it also comes down to the installer of that grip, <clears throat> making sure that they put that rib perfectly mm-hmm. and installing that grip right. So be careful with that whenever you go and install your own grips or have someone do it for you, make sure that rib is lined um, correctly there. Yeah, it can be a little difficult, especially with it being built in. Mm-hmm. Um, it could definitely get pretty wonky if you're not careful. Right. Uh, another, another talking point of... Um, something that's going to be more of a corded feel, something um, that we can, I guess, go ahead and dive into would be um, if your hands typically get sweaty, mm-hmm. cord is all off, obviously going to be a better option in that regards. Uh, but they offer Z-cord. You like Z-grip. You, you like that grip, right? Don't you have that on your clubs? I, I did. I have a Lampkin um genesis oh yeah cord on mine right now but it's very similar to it uh, i i just love to I, ha, I have it on my wedges and that's where i like the full cord is on my wedges it just gives me that added feel it's going to give me every response possible in my hands let's sidebar on that just for a second that you said that that just triggered something okay you say you have particular grips on your wedges that you made out on all your other clubs right right so nothing wrong with that. I've seen golfers go with wind grips on their wedges and golf pride in their mid to long irons just because they like the softer feel in their wedge. They may not even use a, a glove on their wedges. Right. It's one reason to put it on, yeah. Right, yeah. exactly. So, again, just another way to be creative with what grips you choose on your clubs. You don't have to go the same grip all the way down. I prefer it. I just like consistency. And I try to teach that to my students. Hey, try to maintain as much consistency as possible because it helps you with feel. But another option there too on wedges is going bigger. So going with an oversized grip or a jumbo grip with your wedges, maybe a mid to standard size and your mid to long irons, just because maybe you want to quiet the hands with the wedges because you get flippy, but you want to allow rotation 
with the mid to long iron, so you go smaller with right. those. So there's just so many different ways you can look at this and go about it. Yeah, absolutely. Great example. But I just want to sidebar on that because when you mentioned that about you had um, different grips on your wedges, it, it just triggered something there that um, a lot of people don't think about is be creative. You can be creative with how you go about choosing what, what grips on your clubs and, and why. But right. tell me about that um, that Z Corgs. I know you played with it for a while. Why did you like that grip? Uh, like I said before, it um, it just I like the more rougher feel. Mm -hmm. I don't like the softer. Uh, I, my hands don't sweat hardly, but I just like the the texture that it gives you. It's just that really rough feel, and then obviously you know if you hit it off the toe or heel what kind of shot that you produced good or bad you can you get that feedback with those styles of grips because they are more firm and they add more response mm -hmm. uh, it's just i don't i don't know i don't know why i i do it but that's definitely one of my favorite the one that's on there now i, I kind of switched to wind grip because i've played golf pride for the longest time i wanted to try something different when would be the closest thing to golf pride they're obviously trying to be competitive so i got things that were about as close as you can get without being the grips that you had on there before with mm -hmm. golf pride mm -hmm. and that genesis core full cord was one of them i don't think they offer that grip anymore they might but i, I haven't seen it on on clubs or in in our store lately mm -hmm. but fantastic grip what other reason would someone want to go with a quarter grip? We're talking about stability, you know. We're talking about hand sweating. Um, anything? Any other reason why a golfer would come to you and say, "Hey, look, you know, I want cord. I got to have cord. Nothing else." Uh, it would just be based off feel. Mm -hmm. It's something that they probably put on their clubs to begin with. Uh, kind of the same situation I, I've always had with yours. You've had it on yours. Mm -hmm. I've grown accustomed to the multi compound. Mm -hmm. And just that chord style, just that rougher feel. Yeah, I mean, Tiger preferred, yeah. Yeah, and Tiger's known to have like the Tour Velvet chord on mm -hmm. his club for years. Those are, those are a little softer. Yeah, uh, I don't. I've never understood that. I guess uh, they want just a little bit more feel and feedback. Mm -hmm. um, but I was kind of surprised on how soft they they still are. And I guess one reason why they came out with that Z grip mm -hmm. is just to offer something similar but give just maximum core just maximum roughness mm -hmm. to that grip right we talked about lambkin i did not know you switched to lambkin tell me tell me let's tell me a little bit more about lambkins I, I, i'll be honest with you i i haven't um really dealt with lambkin in probably over 10 years um it's funny because we get a lot of golfers coming to the shop and call them lambskins Get that lambskin grip on there, please. <laughs> but, um, you know, it, lambkin would uh, made a great grip. Uh, the cross line grip was their biggest one, I remember. But again, I've been out of touch with them. Tell me more about lambkin and why would that be an option for somebody? I went with my irons because, I, again, going back to me having a preference over, um, you know, a rougher style grip which would be the multi-compound, uh, they offer a grip called the ST Plus 2 Hybrid Calibrate. Mm -hmm. 
That's a mouthful. Yeah, it is. But basically, just my experience with it, the ST grip is going to be their version of the multi-compound. Mm. You've got the cord at the top, more of a traditional softer style tour velvet at the bottom, which would be their cross line. Mm -hmm. And plus two, the plus two is their take on the plus four. Mm -hmm. Obviously, instead of four wraps, it'll be two. And then the calibrate is their take on the Align, the mm. Golf Pride. Okay. So I wanted to try out the Align. I don't get as much feedback or feel that Align or that rib with the calibrate as much as I do with, with the Golf Pride. So mm -hmm. You just that, don't feel it in your hands as much? No. Okay. So it could be a good or a bad thing. So that's something to always keep in mind. Yeah. Uh, one nice thing that they offered that I haven't seen anybody offer in in any other style would be their traditional sonar grip mm -hmm. it's got i can't really put it into words too much but they've you'll have to feel it to understand what i'm what i'm talking about but they've got like this fingerprint technology mm -hmm. that fingerprint technology just gives it that texture but it's very very tacky it's very grippy the only downside to that grip is if your hands sweat it's going to start feeling slick real quick. Mm -hmm. But going back to when being competitive with Golf Pride and what they offer, uh, there's so many options that they have that you can find if you want just a little bit different feel, but the similar concept, for example, like what I touched on with that uh, the ST grip and how it's it's like the multi-compound with the cord at the top and more of a tour velvet style feel. And I referred to it more like their cross comfort. And their mm -hmm. cross comfort is like their tour velvet. Okay. Uh, they also offer a cross line cord, which is kind of similar to the tour velvet cord. I would say it has a little bit more of a cord feel instead of of more of a rougher feel instead of a softer feel compared to that. But again, there are the differences. There's similarities, but they also have differences. So it's always a, it's always good to look at every option if you're looking at something in particular. See what Lankin offers. See what Golf Pride offers. And you can even dive into uh, Superstroke with them jumping into those grips as well. See if there's something that they offer that's very similar but just different enough that may pique your interest over one over the other and what what you'll notice when you go to visit their websites they all have a uh almost like a fitting questionnaire you can go through on the websites i'm looking at lambkins right now and there's a grip guide you click on grip guide and go to grip selector and they ask you a series of questions do you play in mostly dry or wet conditions and Let's just choose dry and go to step two. Do you like your grips firm or soft? Say soft, go to step three. Do you have a moderate or high swing speed? And you kind of go through go through the process from there, and then it's going to recommend a grip at the end of that. And Golf Pride has something similar as well. So that's a really good way of going out there and determining which one's best for you based on your preferences. And I would also like to throw in here too, if you're the type of person that likes to go buy your grips, if you go into Golf Galaxy and just buy them off the shelf and put them on yourself, just make sure you equip yourself with the right things 
to make that easier. You know, obviously a, a grip vise would be recommended. Also, so, something that's going to protect the shaft when you're putting it, putting it in there, and it's not going to crack the shaft or scratch the shaft. Having the proper fluid to use to put on the grip, double-sided tape, uh, making sure you don't build it up too much. There's a lot of things that you need to make sure you're doing correctly. A lot of think, people think, well, I'll just put it on myself. And it may be that simple for some, but you can't go wrong researching your options there and researching the proper way of installing a grip because it's critical. You could have the best grip in your hand that's best for you, but if you're not putting it on there correctly, it just negates all of that. I mean, I'm going to recommend go to a professional to do that, but some, some guys treat it like a hobby. They enjoy putting on grips themselves. Just make sure you're, you're equipped properly. Yeah, a couple points to pile onto that. Going back to what Lampkin Golf Pride offer on their websites, they do offer charts that uh, tell you how soft it is, how uh, how firm it is. It, it gives you a chart based off of, you know, if you already know what you're looking for, you can look at these charts and it'll help decipher without physically being there and touching it, seeing it. These charts make it 10 times easier to mm -hmm. know exactly what you're getting if you're having to order it off the website. But going back to what you were saying as well about putting on your own grips, there's also different ways of putting on a grip so for example if you really like that reduced taper that you've tried in other grips but there's a particular grip you want to try but want that reduced taper you can actually build it up or if there's a particular size that you need that that particular grip does not offer you can build up the entire grip to make it a mid-size oversized whatever the case may be Throwing on a few extra pieces of tape, either on the bottom or just across the entire span of the grip can change the entire feel of the club as well. But that's also going to change the weight of the, of the club a sure. little bit as well. Speaking of that, when you add additional wraps, do you guys use double-sided tape or do you use non-double-sided tape and then build it up with non-double-sided tape, then put a double-sided tape on top of that when you put your grip on? How do y'all do it? I used to just use double-sided tape. Yeah, we do double-sided <clears throat> tape. Yeah. It, it tends to be a little bit thicker. It does, but yeah. It just ma it actually makes it a little easier. It does. I mean, and, and going to that, it's important to use double-sided tape. I'm talking to the person that likes to put their own grips on. Double-sided tape's important because it's going to, when you pour the solution on there, it's going to make it a whole lot easier to get the grip on. It's going to adhere to the inside of that grip a lot easier, a lot better. Of course, there's ways of putting grips on with air now. And I'll be honest with you. It intrigues me. I, I don't, I've never done it. I've never removed a grip with air, with an air gun, nor have I put it on. Do you guys do that there at, at, at Golf Galaxy? Uh, we can. It's not something we do normally. It's, it's actually easier just to uh, get some of that solution that you throw a grip on and uh, a rod and just kind of ease, yeah. ease that solution down in there and just work right. its way and kind of loosen it up. Yeah. That's, I, I still find that a lot easier than trying to, because there's a couple things you have to worry about. You've got to get the air flowing throughout the entire grip while trying to pull it off. Mm -hmm. Plus you have to worry about depending on what kind of grip it is, it possibly blowing up on you. Right. Just tap it in. Just tap it in. Give it a little tappy. Tap, tap, tap a root. Let's dive into putter grips. 
So there are so many putter grips out there to choose from. And I think, to me, hands down, the most popular out there right now is Super Stroke. They have different sizes, and they do a numbering system. 1.0 would be their smallest, 2.0, a step up from there, 3.0, 5.0. Talk to me about Super Stroke. You know, they've got counterbalancing in there. We'll talk a little bit more about that. Why do you feel golfers like to go with Super Stroke more so than other manufacturers? Uh, just because of the size. Yeah, so that's their biggest drawing point. Yeah, I, yeah. I believe so. A lot of um, the manufacturers like Callaway, TaylorMade, they're actually putting Super Stroke. They're part- partnering up with Super Stroke. Or they're making their own rendition of it very similar to it um, because of what they offer, the, the sizing, just the, the more rounded feel but mainly the sizing. Uh, a lot of people like that. It, of course, is going to help quiet those hands mm-hmm. um, and let let the club swing more like a pendulum. Mm-hmm. And, not, and it's one less thing you have to worry about. Yeah. But they do offer different styles. I'd say they have three, actually four now, four different style of grips. Uh, they have their traditional tour, which is going to be that rounded feel. You've got your pistol, which is common but their own take on it uh getting to that bigger size that some other companies may not offer mm-hmm. and then they have a flat so which is rounded on the bottom but flat on the top it all depends on how you're holding the club and what feels more comfortable to you i noticed they also have the uh the traction claw the claw yeah which is kind of cool that was the that was the fourth one that was something uh more recent for them mm-hmm. a lot of people are trying to go to that claw style putting grip so they formed it down at the bottom of the grip to be a lot easier to hold in that claw form yeah it's interesting i like that what i teach my students a lot is when you grip a putter you want to grip it more in the palm of the hands right and it goes back what you said earlier you're encouraging that pendulum motion with the arms and the shoulders and uh, what i love about super straight having those different options there the bigger you go with that, the more you can get it in the palm of your hand to reduce the handsiness or the yips that may occur with a putting stroke. So I had a student come to me not long ago, and they had probably one of the largest uh, super stroke grips you can get on your putter. And I could just completely bypass that part of the lesson of making sure it's in the palm because I knew it was already in the palm. You didn't have to worry about it being in the fingers because that grip was so big. And I pointed that out to the student. Uh, hey, I was going to talk to you about having it more in the palm of your hand, but you've got a grip that's accommodating that. So, again, something to think about there when you're going and, and choosing the size that you want there. I know that Golf Pride has ventured in to those bigger grips as well. You kind of turned me on a little bit to um, some of their putter grips, like the, uh, was it the Tour Sensor? Is that what it's called? Yeah. Yeah. They've uh, they've got a couple uh, different styles, so yeah, the uh, the sensor grip they actually have three. They did start out with two. It was the sensor contour and the sensor straight. Mm-hmm. What's the differences? So the sensor contour is going to be a pistol style grip, but it has different undulations within the grip to kind of form to your hand a little bit better. It's something that you're probably going to have to just look at in person to mm-hmm. understand. Uh, and then the straight is 
it's not it's not a pistol style grip and when i say pistol um it's the pistol is typically going to have more of a hump i guess that would be the best term mm -hmm. at the very butt end of the grip that's going to fill up that that left hand um more more so the straight is just going to be kind of exactly what it says it's a straight style putter grip doesn't have a taper or mm -hmm. anything it doesn't have the pistol and then they come out with a contour pro mm -hmm. and that's kind of of a take between both of them it's got a little bit of a pistol to it and it's not completely straight it's got a little bit of a curve on the top side of the grip again it's kind of hard to explain it sometimes it's, it's a lot easier to get your hands on it but they also offer two sizes within those grips as well what I like about the fact that there's a non-taper and a putter grip, and Superstroke obviously has this, is I'm going to talk to a right-handed golfer here, your right hand, your low hand. I'm going to encourage a student to push that putter down the line, their intended line, with their right hand. And when you've got more grip in your right hand, I feel like it makes it easier to do that. So if you're having a hard time really pushing that putter down your line, or if you're pulling it too much with the left and left of your target line, look at that non-taper grip for your right hand. Experiment with that because it really, in my opinion, accentuates pushing that putter down your intended line with that right with that right hand. Your left-handed golfer will be your left hand. Um, let's go back to something uh, for a second here on the counterbalancing. Superstroke does that. Does Golf Pride do counterbalancing in their putter grips? No. Okay. So counterbalancing is something that has been around for a while. Let me just dive into a little bit of history here and some of my experience. I used to use a, a fitting system out there. This was probably back in 2006, 2007 when I was at Eagle Zone. And it was called Balance Certified. All right. So Balance Certified was I had a kit that had different weights in it and I would fit people by basically taking a, a weight and just plugging it into the butt end of their putter and just have them putt different putts and I would plot their their putt dispersion with different weights so I'd start lighter and move my weight up to heavier and it was a really cool system because I saw their putt dispersion get so much tighter whenever we started adding different weights to the butt end of the grip fast forward to 2022 a little bit before companies such as superstroke are automatically putting those counterbalance weights in their grips and then manufacturers such as callaway such as TaylorMade, are putting those on their clubs on their putters that they're manufacturing and i just find the whole technology is intriguing there's a lot of people and i bring it up because there's a lot of golfers they don't understand what that counterbalancing does, but what it's doing is it's just helping you to counterbalance that putter with the weight of the head, the weight of the grip to allow for a smoother putting stroke, thus resulting in tighter dispersion on your putts. Cool story. I had the entire women's golf team of Wake Forest come down and visit me when I was at Eagle Zone, and I fit the entire team with Balance Certified. And again, it was really new back then. This was before they were putting these in putters and putter grips nowadays. And the coach wrote me weeks later, sent me a, a note in the mail or card 
thanking me for doing that fitting, their putting average reduced dramatically and they ended up winning their conference that year or their whatever year that was in it winning their conference just due to changing a simple thing on their putter. And that was counterbalancing it. So I wanted to touch on that because I think a lot of questions arise from golfers of what's the deal with this weight and what difference does it make in my putting stroke? Do you get that question at Golf Galaxy? Do people come ask you guys, you know, what weight should I go with in counterbalancing? And do the manufacturers offer different weights in those or is it just pretty much one standard weight and that's it? Uh, we don't get it too often, the question of counterbalancing. Um, I always give that example of with counterbalance, a lot of these putters and Odyssey kind of touched on it with their stroke lab, taking some of that weight out of the head mm -hmm. and putting it in the grip. It's going to give it, some people say it gives you, I guess, m more weight, but you're just feeling the weight up in the grip instead of down at the bottom mm -hmm. of the head. Yeah. So it's going to be more of a, a preference style thing as well, not only with it actually having more of a benefit or I guess you can have a hindrance if you've got too much weight up there in the grip, right. not enough in the head. Right. Um, but Superstroke did come out with something that's was pretty cool. Um, they've got a little cap on the end of it. You can slide a weight down in there. It did come with pretty much all their grips when they first introduced that. They stopped doing that, and they started offering different gram weights. Mm -hmm. So they just stopped putting it in their grips altogether. But if they do offer it on a manufacturer's putter, like TaylorMade, like Odyssey, uh, they have that option to put it in there, but they don't. They don't provide it. They, I guess, they want you to go and buy it just because they have so many different weighting options. For example, if they get fit into something that needs to be a little lighter, they have that and not stuck with one that they have. Something to consider as well, if you buy a putter with the counterbalancing in there and you like it, make sure you get the same type of counterbalance weight put you know, on your grip or in your grip or get it re-gripped with a super stroke with that same counterbalancing in there. That's really important because it could affect how that, how that putter feels. It was built with that counterbalance in it. You go and put a putter grip on there that does not have that, you just completely change the dynamics of that putter. Right, right. I guess we can also circle back, since we circle back to counterbalance, we can kind of venture back into the different style of putter grips because we've only touched on really two two manufacturers right now, and that would be Superstroke and Golf Pride. Mm -hmm. But you also have Win as well, mm -hmm. and you also have Lampkin. Mm-hmm. Again, same scenario, Lampkin's typically going to be very competitive with Golf Pride, but they've also are pretty competitive to win as well and somewhat super stroke. But with win, they're pretty competitive and offering something similar to super stroke and then giving you, of course, that same dry tech feel you got it in your irons. You really like the way that feels. They're going to have that dry tack in their putter grips in multiple sizes and shapes. So we've kind of dove into club grips, putter grips, three major manufacturers, Win, Golf Pride, Lampkin. 
course, go out there, research other manufacturers. There's others out there. Pure Grips is another good one. Pure tac- Tacky Mac. Yeah. Uh, I Iomic. I never heard uh, of that one. Iomic's kind of been around for a little bit. Okay. Um, there's yeah, there's so many different options. Um, there's same thing with putter grips. There's a different style of putter grips. They've got a gravity grip. Not going to dive into it too much because there's so many different options out there. But again, like you said, go research it. Uh, gravity grip is kind of a take on a counterbalance, but you've got it more at the back of the putter grip. So once you determine which one you want to go with, how often should a golfer regrip their clubs? And then when do they know that it's time to regrip their their clubs or their putter? So it's typically recommended. We I've always gone based off of a year, but again, it all depends on how many rounds you play. Uh, every 40 rounds or every 30, if you play quite a bit, is what the recommended uh, replacement time is. Uh, and another way of actually being able to find that out would be just take a look at your grips. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, go to the store, pick a pick up a new one. See if you can tell the difference between what you have on yours now and what the new one feels like. But a lot of just visible signs you're going to see, um, depending on how long it's been on there, some cracks, a lot of uh, shiny wear patches, um, wear spots in general where uh, the logo is or just the color of that grip. That'll start to wear off and just look um, just like a regular black rubber grip. Um, and then also just just smoother. It's gonna it's gonna feel more slick. Mm-hmm. Uh, those are those are all signs if you don't know or don't keep track of how many rounds you've had with those grips. Yeah, and 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 also I think that complete loss of tack. Yes. Once that's gone, you know, and you're having a hard time hanging on to that that club. You just feel like there's a lack of stability, and that may be a sign as well. Big thing for me, especially with golf pride, was the shine. If you start seeing a little bit of shine on the grip, you knew it was time. You know, when grips wear a little bit easier, like I mentioned earlier, you're giving up durability for comfort. You can see the wear on a wind grip a lot easier. Yeah, it'll start to kind of separate. And, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then where the thumb would go on the grip, you start seeing that wear there as well. Golf Pride Lambkin, not as noticeable, but I think what you points you brought up are great there. That smoothness, the shiny patches, the cracks, all very clear signs. It's time to put new ones on there. And it's amazing, isn't it? I mean, when people go and get their clubs regripped, it's like a brand new set of clubs for them. They think, "Oh my gosh, this is amazing! I feel like I got a good brand new set of clubs," because that's what it feels like. I mean, that's your, that's the point between the golfer and that golf club is that grip, and it's so so important to make sure that you get those regripped as often as you need them to be, based on like you said earlier, how often you're playing, because it is a vital piece of equipment that a lot of golfers don't put enough emphasis on, which is why we're bringing you this podcast today, because we feel like grips are super important, and we want to help you understand grips a little bit better, because if you do and you choose the right one and you take care of them, then it can really help you reduce your scores, believe it or not. Right. It's it's something that it's the only thing that you're interacting with. Correct. But going back to what you're saying about taking care of the grips, that is probably one of the most important things that 
I think, in my opinion, is is not looked at mm-hmm. or, you know, just it falls to the wayside sometimes because a lot of people are just going to store it wherever they can, which is understandable. But where you store your grips, how long you store them for will determine how quickly you're going to have to replace those grips and it's going to wear over time just because of heat. Okay, yeah, something you don't think about. Store them in your trunk. Storm, hot, especially hot wind, garage, whatever. Wind is very, very bad about not holding up in heat, and for long periods of time, hmm. it actually, I guess, it dries out, and sometimes, depending on how hot it gets, could, I guess, melt it, but it just starts to wear off on your hands and mm-hmm. create this tar-like yeah substance on your hands. It's, we, it's we've not dealt, fun. Yeah, we've dealt with that one before, right? Taking those grips off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> those are not fun. Please yeah. don't let your grips get to that point because I've had many that I've win come to me. Um, it's a, it, it literally turns to tar almost, and mm-hmm. your hands are as black as they can be from yeah. that. Take a few weeks for it to get off. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, definitely pay attention to that uh, on how great point uh, where you're storing your clubs matters, and it can you know, produce longevity for your grips. You can also – just one more thing you can also if you're trying to keep and maintain them obviously it's going to be more of a rubber style grip that you're going to do this with but just taking warm soap and water that'll help yeah that'll help with that as well yeah um it, it may lose a little tackiness some grips tend to get a little more tacky or sticky whatever the term you want to use mm-hmm. um over time as it wears in and sometimes if you clean them more often you may not get that as much mm-hmm. but soap and water really you don't even use soap and water you can just probably use warm water clean clean them up a little bit wipe them off it goes a long way well nick i appreciate your time this has been very very interesting uh, i hope this helps you really understand grips a lot better and a lot more comfortable with the dynamic of a grip, the different manufacturers that we've touched on. Again, we touched on the three major ones with Wynn, Golf Pride, and Lampkin, but please go out there and research all the different manufacturers out there. They're all going to be pretty similar uh, in terms of their offerings. Go through that grip analysis on the websites or go see uh, a local fitter to, to you, or if you're here in the upstate of South Carolina area, go see the experts over at Golf Galaxy, or maybe your local golf professional, if they're doing those there at your club. So they can really help you with this decision and, uh, and get the right grip for you. If you have any questions, please feel free to reach out to Nick at Golf Galaxy. You're welcome to reach out to me as well. My website address, Go Forth Golf Instruction, and then also on social media, it's Go Forth Golf on Twitter, Go Forth Golf Instruction on Facebook or S goforth underscore PGA on Instagram. You can also give me a call over at Cross Creek Golf Club and Seneca. Nick, it's always a pleasure. Thank you so much for your time today. Really appreciate you coming on the show again and uh, looking forward to some really interesting topics that you and I are going to dive more into in future episodes. Thanks for having me. Enjoyed it like always. 
You've been listening to the Go Forth and Golf Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening to receive alerts on new episodes. For more information, please follow us on social media at Go Forth Golf Instruction or visit our website at GoForthGolfInstruction.com. Remember, together, let's go forth to a better golf game.